Welcome back to another episode of the Katrina Johnson Show. So happy to have you with me today. Remember to subscribe, share the podcast, leave comments. I would love to hear from you guys. Also, you can follow me online at katrinajohnson.online or on Instagram at I am Katrina Johnson. I thank you again for joining me and let's get into the show. I want to take a moment to speak with you about BetterHelp, a sponsor of the Katrina Johnson Show. You know I'm big on inspiring people to live their best lives, but sometimes we need a little more than words of inspiration. When mental health interferes with your daily routine and lifestyle, you need someone to confide in that can help you with sorting through your emotions. That's exactly what BetterHelp is all about. It's professional therapy done securely online and is available to clients worldwide. With BetterHelp, you can get your needs assessed and be matched with your own licensed professional therapist. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. Remember, living your best life begins with taking care of your mental health. BetterHelp, a sponsor of the Katrina Johnson Show, wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash KJ show. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, and join the over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And here is a special offer for the Katrina Johnson Show listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash KJ show. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Katrina Johnson Show. I have a special guest for you today. Our episode title is called Faith Precedes Success. And my special guest, Brooke Dunbar, is the co-founder and CEO of Regal Legacy Group, LLC, and the founder and CEO of Brooke Dunbar Real Estate. She is an associate broker in which she operates a full-service real estate organization, providing clients with world-class service in commercial and residential real estate throughout the state of Georgia. She is also a national real estate investor, wholesaler, and coach providing her investor clients with the tools and resources to assist them in diversifying their real estate investment portfolio. She is honored to sit on the board of directors as a senior executive of small business development of the Signature Entrepreneurs and Masterminds. She is committed to serving her communities by educating her clients, residential, commercial, and investors, and the public on the resources and benefits of gaining wealth through real estate. Her mantra is build a legacy, leave an inheritance. Hello, Brooke. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. I am so grateful to have you with me. Hello, Katrina, and thank you so much for having me. It was it's a pleasure to to get the invite, and I'm just so happy to be on your show today. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Uh, I know we met about a month ago at the Signature Entrepreneur um, event in Atlanta, and um, I loved your energy. I think you are one of the most down-to-earth people that I've ever met. (laughs) And so uh, after hearing briefly your story, I says, okay, I have to have her on my podcast and so here we are today. Awesome. Well, feeling is mutual, definitely. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so um, one thing before I get into the depth of the interview, I, in reading over your bio, I like your mantra. Can, can you share that your mantra with our audience? I sure can. It's build a legacy, leave an inheritance. I love it. I love it. Um, I think, you know, when, when I was coming up, 
um, building a legacy, leaving an inheritance. Uh, my parents didn't talk about things like that, you know, and uh, it's uh, unfortunate that I think a lot of families um, are, you know, go through that same situation where they're not um, educated in that way. And, you know, they just do what they what they, you know, can do and 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 uh, to get by. And I just think that is so important. And it's something that um, I was just having a conversation with my two younger children the other day, uh, who they're going to be 21 and 22, uh, still at home. <laughs> but I was telling them, you know, you guys should be focused on making uh, your home purchase early on. You know, you don't have to rent and rent for the you know rest of your life. You need to be thinking on the terms of, you know, while your credit is good and you're building that up. And, you know, once you mm -hmm. get out of college and you've got your, you know, your income coming in, think home purchase. You know, that I wasn't taught that. So I'm trying to share that with them. Um, so I think that is a, such a great mantra. Yes. Thank you. All right. So let's get into this interview. Um, I know in discussing uh, or having a conversation with you when we were in Atlanta, I believe you um, are from New York. Is that correct? I or am from Bridgeport, Connecticut. Oh, Connecticut. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I remember New York in there somewhere for some reason, but okay. Okay. And so how was it? Uh, growing up in your neighborhood? Um, you know what? My neighborhood, um, so a lot of people, let me, I always have to say this, a lot of people think, oh, Connecticut, you know, uh, Bridge, you know, you, you know, people have that if they've never been to uh, Connecticut before, but Connecticut, just like any other state, has its low-income neighborhoods as well as its you know, um, you know, more affluent neighborhoods, more affluent neighborhoods than low income. But the city that I grew up in um, was a very multicultural uh, city. Um, uh, I would say was like more so middle, low class to middle class um, a city. Um, you know, on the water, Park City was a beautiful place to grow up in. But our uh, our neighborhood that I grew up in, you know, as, as in a younger age, was definitely more of like a low income, uh, impoverished kind of city. But again, um, you know, we had such a great, um, and I come from a very big family too. So even though circumstances weren't the best, like we made the best of it with, with family. Education was very important. Um, my mom instilled that in us. Um, she, I'm a, a, my mom has three children, so, and I'm the oldest and only girl of my mother's children. So, you know, just, you know, you know, even though we grew up in uh, not the best circumstances, we didn't dwell and focus on that because of the love and the family. Um, I was raised with a village, you know, with that, you know, that mindset of, um, you know, family getting together and, and, you know, and making it happen and work for, for the family. So. Awesome. Awesome. It takes a village, right? And yes. Yeah. So I have nothing but fond, great memories. Like I said, even though the, the environment at a young age wasn't the best looking back, but I'm like, oh my goodness, I still have the best of times. You know, we had surrounded by family, aunties, cousins, uncles, and, and we made the best of our situation. That's so awesome. And that's, you know, because everyone don't have that, you know, they don't have that community mm -hmm. of family. And so I think that's very important <clears throat> that you were able to uh, experience that because as a young person coming up, it sets you in that mindset. You know, a lot of times our mm -hmm. our frame of thinking is really a result to our environment. And uh, mm -hmm. you had a positive environment, which um, played a very important role in your life. And that, that is very, uh, I think, key. So that's, yeah, that's awesome. Okay. So um, what inspired you to work in real estate? Uh, share with us how you got into the, that field. Oh, yeah. So I touched on it briefly, too, uh, when we met at the uh, Atlanta uh, event that we were at. But which what really drove me into real estate, even though I always had it in the back of my mind that, that you know, if I ever started a business or got a business for myself, this is something that I wanted to do. Um, but, you know, I worked. Um, I, I worked for a company. You know, I worked basically all my life, but coming straight out of college, 
Um, I got a corporate job and, um, you know, I got married and was working all these years. And just one day, you know, I was laid off. Um, but prior to me getting laid off, my husband was laid off from his corporate job in the mortgage industry two weeks prior to me getting laid off in my job. And I was, I worked in higher education and, uh, for college. Mm. And I was laid off, and um, which drove us to go into real estate. It's like, we're like, you know what? We don't want to be a mercy of another company. You know, we, you know, scrambling to get back to work for a company. Right. And then they lay us off again. So we just said, you know what? We always wanted to be in real estate. We're going to, we're going to do it. We're going to just start our own business. So um, I was the only one. To, to get a severance, you know, uh, when we got laid off. So I sold every penny of my severance into wow. starting um, our real estate business. Um, you know, and, and we're a full service business and, you know, um, you know, yes. and I'll delve into specifically what we do. Um, but that really <clears throat> drove us in to, to real estate. Wow. So you guys took that situation that you had no idea what's going to happen it just kind of caught you mm-hmm. by the blind side and said wait a minute mm-hmm. let's 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 flip the script yeah. on this one mm-hmm. yeah. and, and I, you know i always um obviously you know me i, yeah. I put god at the head of everything yes. and so i remember Stephen and i even though we worked we still were like really just making it you know living paycheck to paycheck with two corporate jobs you know even though we had health insurance but it just wasn't enough, and I know we used to, uh, him and I will always pray, like, God, open the door, um, give us a sign, help us. Like, it, we didn't know exactly what we wanted to do, to be honest with you, but it's just like, that was our prayer. That was kind of like uh, a burning desire, like, let us go into entrepreneurship, and, and Katrina, we didn't know how. We didn't know the, the first steps. We didn't know who to talk to, what to do. Like, we, we just was like, we just didn't know. So when this layoff happened, we, I promise you, uh, when he got laid off, you know, two weeks prior to me, I'm like, okay, that's okay. You know, you'll get another job, no worries, you know. And then when I got laid off, I was like, you know what, God, I lifted my hands up. I said, you know, this is a blessing. You know, I put that as, okay, you heard our prayer, and we're going to trust you to, to 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 basically answer our prayer, what we ask. And, and that's what we so yes. wholeheartedly believe that this was an answer to our prayers into entrepreneurship. And that's how we took it. Like with all positivity, we didn't think, woe is me. Oh, I lost my job. I have to scramble to try to find something else. This was like, this was, this is our, our answer to our prayers. So uh, that's the approach we took. Amen. Amen. That's, that's walking by faith. That's walking mm-hmm. by faith and not fear. I love it. All right. So I know real estate it involves a lot of selling. Of course, it's about sales, right? Do you consider yourself a natural mm-hmm. salesperson, natural at selling? 100%. So I, I, I'm, I'm a naturally person. I love building rapport. I love, I love that connectivity. Yes, it is about selling, but when I think about real estate, I think of it as, you know, because I can sell you anything, but without really building that rapport and that connectivity, I want to make sure that, you know, I hear what you're looking You're kind of breaking up on me here. I don't know what's going on. Hold on just a second. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, thank you. Are, are you hearing me better now? I am. Okay, yep. So, to be honest with you, it, it does involve selling, but it's much more than that. It's building, it's that rapport, and it's that connectivity. So, I'm naturally, um, I, 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 I naturally love that connectivity uh, and that building rapport with people, which then allows the selling part just to be so effortlessly. That That's like the... You know, that just comes natural. Yes. You understand? But I think the most important 
aspect is that uh, connectivity and uh, building relationships and building rapport with my clients. Awesome. So it's that relationship. I think that's... It is. Yeah. It's that relationship. Right. Mm -hmm. That's that's key. If you don't have relationship, then, I mean, really, you're a solo person doing stuff on your own and there's really no... Yeah. yeah, It's it's about relationship. Build the relationship Mm -hmm. and people then, you know, you, you people like you and then they'll buy or, you know... Um, mm-hmm. contribute to your cause or what have you, if, if you've got that relationship. Oh, so yeah. I do agree. Yes. Yeah. All right. So yeah. can oh, you sorry. go go ahead? You have something to say? No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay. So can you share with us uh, your inspiring story of how you had to overcome a challenging situation? I do remember you sharing something that uh, happened within your family that was really challenging mm-hmm. where, um, mm-hmm. God just basically showed up and showed out. Oh, yeah. And, I, and I, you know, that's the story that I was going to tell. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, so everything ties in. So I just mentioned to you that um, March, um, this was March of 2017, um, my husband and I, we both got laid off. So right. that, was, that was in March. And so then that, uh, you know, I, we, I went to real estate school. We're starting our business. Um, you know, we're doing everything with our business. I passed this real estate exam. So all of, you know, so we're going through the whole gambit of starting our business. And then in August, um, at the time, my son, my oldest son uh, was seven years old. And then my baby was three years old at the time. So my son, um, he had a, a, a drowning experience. Um so uh, he drowned, basically, and I found him. And when I found my son, um, you know, I was the one that, 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 that saw him. And, and, girl, like I told you, mm. he was, there was no color in his oh body. Um, there was no life in his body. His eyes and mouth were blue, uh, you know, the black, blue, brown, you know. Mm. Um, and, and, and Katrina. It, it was almost like the the, the same voice, and I'm and I'm telling you, when when you're a hundred percent reliant on God to take care of you, mm-hmm. when when I got when I got laid off and I heard that whisper, trust me, okay, God, I, I trust you with this. Yes, but this voice was much louder when I laid eyes on Kingston. Mm. I, it was like you and I talking. Oh my! Because you know when something so devastating happens, you know how there's like a million like visions that just, I oh, mean, yes. it's in seconds. Like you, your life is literally flashing before your eyes. Yes. But I'm like my, you know, my marriage is over. My life is over. How can I live without my, like literally in seconds. So before I could even reach in to get them, like, you know, these, this, these just out of body decisions are happening. But then the voice, I promise to God, it was like a trust me, but it was like a, like if someone was in that, room or you know with me and I'm like okay and and the fear like it just kind of like flushed out of me I grabbed my son and I said God you would never do this I said I know you would never do this I lifted him up out of the water I screamed for Stephen because every you know everyone was uh was around not with Kingston but when I grabbed him you know I never did CPR on a person a day in my life but it was, I was like, God, just tell me, like, I trust you, just tell me what to do. Yes. So, call for Stephen. He has, um, you know, the 911 on the dispatch on the phone. He got, he has the my speaker, girl. I'm doing CPR. Wow. And then, just at, seriously, every time I would blow my breath into his body, I would speak the name of Jesus. Okay. I would just say Jesus as I would blow in his, you know, yes. body, then I would compress his chest. And then I would say, Jesus, and I would blow in his body. And about maybe, I would say six or seven times of doing that, his chest now, is I can, you know, wow. yes. Because it, no, it was no heartbeat, there was no breath or, or anything coming out of him. And so, ambulance, and they're coming, and, you know, I'm going to fast forward a little bit, but now we're at the hospital. Yes. And they're like, well, um, you know, I had a chaplain, you know, because they're like, he, 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 there's a high possibility he's not going to make it through the night, you know. And wow. if he makes it, we don't even know how long he was 
without oxygen. He, if he does make it, you know, you may have to be prepared for a disabled child. Like he's oh making vegetable. Like, so they're telling me this. And again, I said, you, I heard that voice as loud as clear that says, trust me, not that God, you know, as children and, you know, even as young adults, we like, we look at doctors as saviors and nothing to take from a doctor. My uncle is an MD. Uh-huh. I, but it's like when you put all your trust medical team, God is like, look, because they're going to tell you something that's going to kind of like change what I told you. Mm-hmm. You're going to trust me, you're going to trust me. So that's when I said, okay. And I told, you know, the physician, I said, I know you got to tell me these things. I said, but I promise you, I said, my son is going to be a miracle before your eyes. I said, without a shadow of a doubt, I know he's, he's going to make it. And, and they're like, yeah, and they're like, on my side, they're like, no, okay, keep the faith. Like, yes, you know. Right, right. <laughs> um, you know, just keep believing what you're believing. But they had a chaplain come to sit me, uh, me and my husband down. You know, kind of praying for us and just, you know, right. knowing basically, you know, if he yes. may not make it. But again, I had, it was like, and I, and I promise you, I would not waver. I don't care what it looks like. He was on ventilator. Things were hooked up. They had things going down this, you know, and yes. I had that word. And I, every, every, because the enemy kept trying to attack me and saying, he ain't going to make it. Yeah, I'm making you and your husband gonna get divorced. Your oh family's ruined. Like it, was, and I had to shake it off, and I had to, you know, stay God, faithful. I trust you. I safe, and that's what it is. And I know it's it's easier said than done, but once you're in it, and you have no other re or way to believe but to trust God, it mm-hmm. was like I told you. I'm 100% relying on you. Yes. I'm 100% dependent on you, and there's absolutely. No way. So, again, so remember, they were preparing us. Like, hey, girl, right. you're going to be here uh, maybe a month in the hospital. So this happened on a Friday, right? Mm-hmm. On a on Sunday, God's honest truth, my son, remember, he had this thing in his throat. <laughs> like, he's getting up. And they're like, everybody's just, you know, it's like 20 medical professionals in there now. Like, you know, yes. doing cat scans on them and, you know, getting them and doing all this. Well, the long story short, they came back and the doctor was looking at me as if she thought a ghost. She said, I'm talking to him and he's talking to me. Like, she said, I couldn't, I would never have imagined him being, you know, as Coming if through. ever took place. <clears throat> she wow. couldn't even explain. And I'm, and I'm, and you know what I'm saying? So yes. It's just like that blessing, that miracle yes. probably blessed somebody. You That's get what I'm saying? Exactly. Absolutely. But it, it, it was, that was a challenging time, but that, but that time set the tone for the rest of my life because it's just like, God, no matter what comes my way, I'm an overcomer. Yep. There's nothing that can, that can be thrown my way that I know if I'm relying on you and listen and wait on you, yes. that you're going to bring me through. Right. right. Amen. So that was a life experience mm-hmm. that, for me a changing life experience yeah yes and and it just fortified your trust and your faith in God and I always say mm-hmm. yes physicians they're God has equipped certain people to do certain things gifted and anointed mm-hmm. us to do certain things and doctors we mm-hmm. need them we definitely need them but there's 100%. always the great physician right and so the yes. great physician is the Almighty, and uh, he will yes. he will show out, and um, uh, you know miracles do happen. I know some people don't believe it, oh, but yes. you gotta you know sometimes you gotta go through something to believe it, you know. Oh, <laughs> and yes. that is that is yes. definitely something that I'm sure our listening audience, uh, hopefully someone out mm-hmm. there got inspired by that, because yes. that is. And you met my son. That, I, yep, I remember, and I remember you. Yep, yes, you sure yes. Yep. and you would never know that he was in that situation. That's the oldest one, correct? That's the oldest one, yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. you would never, you could never tell. And that that is just the, uh, that's just the confirmation of the God we serve. And uh, when you stand that's in faith right. and you don't give up and you that's just, it. you have that faith, you have that hope and, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's a miracle. And, uh, yeah, your yeah. sons, they're, gr- they're great boys. They're, they're just adorable. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so in doing some research, um, in preparation for this interview, I did discover that 
you had an employer who helped pay for your education. Please elaborate a bit on that. Absolutely. So as I mentioned, um, I worked for over 11 years uh, for a university. Um, I worked in their admissions uh, department. And, um, you know, one of their big biggest perks was to, you know, if you decided to go back to college, they would pay for it 100%. Not only would they pay for you to go back to school 100%, but they would pay for your spouse to go back to school 100%. Or if you had a child of a, you know, a, a, you know, a, a college-age student, they'll pay for them to go to school 100%. So my husband and I both took advantage of my company's uh, benefit. And I actually, I already had my bachelor's degree from Virginia State University in, uh, you know, in uh, Petersburg, Virginia. So I decided to uh, get my MBA. And um, my husband, he finished his, his bachelor's degree in finance uh, from the school. Uh, my company's dying. So, you know, that alleviated a lot of uh, student loan debt for us. And um, so, yeah, so I said anything my company offered, um, we took advantage of, you wow. know, the, you know, so, and, and that's something that, you know, that I will always say, um, and this is going to tie in, because you mentioned something really good when you were talking earlier about what you uh, talked to your girls about, mm -hmm. but it's, you know, try to alleviate that student loan debt. If you work for a company, tap into their um, employee, employee assistance program to see if they do assist with paying for school, because their scholarships is up free tuition, um, you know, where you can earn your degree because going back to school, um, you know, you can make six figures. Mm -hmm. And because your student loan debt is so high, that offsets that, uh, that debt-to-income ratio. You can make the money, but you're, but that debt-to-income ratio is so off where you won't qualify right. to purchase a home. So, yes. so that, you know, um, very important. And I remember in the list of um, that um, Stephen and I purchased our home, um, we didn't have any student loans just, you know, because okay. our, our company paid for it. That's you awesome. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so, that, so that's something that I would always say. If you're going to go back to school, there's nothing wrong with that. Education kind of helped catapult me into, um, and I'm, and I'm going to share this because I think it's important too, but, you know, wanting to be an entrepreneur. Like I said, I did an MBA, mm -hmm. and I always wanted to, to open up my own business. And, you know, with that layoff, not only was I laid off, it was a company layoff. Wow. It was like my whole department was shut down. Mm -hmm. So the blessing out of that was the people who I worked with for, you know, over 11 years, they got severances too. And they were like, you know what, Brooke, we're going to pull from our 401k. You're now in real estate and we want to buy houses. And, and I, those were my first clients. Mm. The people that I was laid off with, they wow. also stepped out on faith and they became, which were, they were almost my closest friends. I worked with them for years. You know, we became, that was like my work family. Right. And they became my first client. Wow. So, you know, you get what I'm saying. So that goes back to, like you were saying, right, and that kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier, building relationships with people. Building relationships. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's an awesome story. I know not every company will do that, and so I know there's a lot of um, companies that do, so that is definitely something that people should take advantage of if that yeah. opportunity is there, you know? Um, so uh -huh. talk to us about the type of services your real estate company provides. Yeah, great. Thank you for asking. So um, Regal Legacy Group LLC, that's our, uh, that's our big umbrella company. And with that company, is um, it is a full-service real estate uh, company. We actually do, and this is when I say we, my husband and I, Stephen Dunbar, uh, we help build a client real estate investment portfolio. So we are a wholesaler. We have wholesale homes. Um, and we typically um, have these homes in the state of Georgia, but we work with investors from all over. Like mm -hmm. I have uh, California. 
California clientele, New York, Connecticut, Florida. I mean, you know, so it's not like I can only work with Georgia, uh, you know, residents. I mean, because it's investment. You can be wherever mm-hmm. uh, in the world to invest here. So uh, we help build your portfolio. We are full service, so we have the wholesale properties. Um, we connect and assist you with getting um, the, uh, you know, qualified or going through the um process of a, a lending so mm-hmm. we have lenders um and then my husband is a project manager and we have a, a construction team where we help with the renovations of that um distressed property if you're doing a fix and flip um we also do buy and hold as well mm-hmm. and then i am a licensed georgia associate broker um and then I assist once your home is ready, uh, the renovations are done, and your house is ready to be listed on back on the market for resale to get your return on your investment. Then I list that house for you. And then, you know, then once we close on that transaction, then you get your return on investment at the closing table. So um, it is full service. Um, my real estate company is Brook Dunbar Real Estate, where I am a licensed uh, Georgia realtor uh, powered by exp realty and that's why i assist with commercial residential land um investment so you know it's a it's a full service company um that we do and i'm also a um notary here uh, uh, notary public in the state of georgia wow full service i mean that's the way to do it if you're uh-huh. gonna do it right Oh, 100%. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> That's awesome. And, yeah. And, and you know what, Katrina, we work with, and, you know, I speak with a lot of people I get on social media. They think it's so far-fetched. Oh, my God. You know, you have to be wealthy to be an investor. But that's not true. I work with a lot of first-time investors. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my, my godbrother in Connecticut, he just closed with me on an investment property last week. First time investing, first mm. time doing a fix and flip. And, you know, like I told you, my other uh, 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 people I was laid off with, my coworkers or my work family, they pulled from their 401k. So we, we just paint the picture for you in different ways that you can be, be an investor to build that wealth, to mm. build that legacy, and leave, you know, and leave that legacy for uh, your family. So I instill that into, into my boys. I told my kids, I'm like, y'all can sell a house. Just like I can, you yes. know, I bring them to the, every time we close, they're at the closing table with us. They know the closing attorneys, you know, okay. it's just like this. I don't want it to be, you know, where, oh, this is my business. You'll learn it when you get older. No, I want you to be able to be able to do this when you get, right. to, you know, when you graduate yeah. high school and if right. you decide to go to college, great. If you decide to open it, your own business, you've been in it since. You know, yes, yeah, you're so, you're equipping them yeah. right now. Yes, and you're showing 100%. them. Yes, mm-hmm. you're you're showing them. They're they're watching you, and we know our kids watch us. They watch our every move, and so um, yeah. kudos to you. Hat off to you and your husband for bringing your sons up this way. I think that is so awesome. Um, well, talk, talking about entrepreneurship, what would you say are some of the biggest challenges you face as an entrepreneur? Because I know it's not all um, easy, yeah. you know. There's... Oh, no, 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 no. Um, no, you're right. You know, when it comes to, I, I would say this, you know, going when we first started our business, there was a lot of challenges. Remember, this was an industry we didn't know. We had to build those relationships. I mean, you know, uh, with contractors, um, if you don't have any clue on that, um, you know, establishing that we've gone through a few contractors at the beginning of our business. Um, we've had going through contractors uh, that would get the money to fix something and they'll go missing and we wouldn't see them, you know, oh. until we had to uh, bring a, you know, yeah. mention lawyer involved, you know, but now throughout the year, well, you know, I would say throughout this time, we have such a solid team and, you know, with every, Every year we're we're more seasoned, so mm-hmm. I think those were the biggest challenges. Yes, is that connectivity, bringing the right people on board in our business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that that part of it, and now we are confident in our solid team. Um, but just like on an everyday basis, you know, just the challenges is just. Um, I would say. I don't want 
want to say there's no challenges, but I think because we've been doing it for so long, we know red flags. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Right. we know those. We know we know those red flags. We know what questions to ask. We mm-hmm. we say this: all money's not good money. Okay. So we don't have to to do it, any deal if something just doesn't seem right or right. Um, unethical. We we'll, we can bow out gracefully. We always say all money and good money. That's so true. If it if it's right, just like Pete, you know, you're researching my company to work with us. We're also researching you to make sure that you're a good fit mm-hmm. because it has to be. A union. Yes. You know, we're with our clients really for months because especially our clients who are purchasing distressed property, we're renovating it for them and then we're relisting it. We're with our clients from the very initial point of contact until their their second closing where they're closing to get their return on their investment. So it's like we it's a it's you know, so a, a relationship that we're in. Right. So yeah, so just so you know, just making sure that we're working with the right groups of um Yes, exactly. That's and that's very important. And and there there will be people out there that are shady and so and like you said, you begin to learn, you see the red flags and so um you know, we we live and learn. (laughs) Um absolutely. So now as an African American female in your line of business, are there challenges you face based on who you are? And if so, how do you handle those challenges? Because you said you were an associate broker and I if I am correct, uh-huh. correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think there's okay. very many uh, brokers as females and even African-American females, right, in the real estate industry, or am I wrong? Um, well, I would say depending on which state you're in, you know, I am in um, not only the state of Georgia, but I am in the city of Atlanta. So uh, we they refer to it as Chocolate City. So, yes, you're going to definitely see a lot of um, – I would say I know more African-American entrepreneurial, newer uh, African-American female Mm -hmm. than, you know, oh, my goodness. As brokers? I mean, it's more prevalent here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Whether you are an associate broker or if you've opened up your own brokerage firm, I see it more prevalent now um, in the real estate estate industry here in the city of Atlanta. Now, other states that may be um, a little different. But, I gotcha. Uh, yep. So yeah. So some challenges. Let and I will paint this picture because remember, I you know I work with every walk of life. You know every walk of life. And I remember this one particular. Um, I closed on a property. I had a listing. And it was a fix and flip listing. Um, and it wasn't on the market at all. I'm talking about we did a, an amazing renovation on this property. Um, it, all the bells and whistles was in there. As soon as I listed it, we had, you know, 10 over asking, like, that same day. Um, and we closed fairly soon on this property. Um, so one of, it was another investor who had a house maybe that he rolled by and saw my sign, took my information down, and called me. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I remember he, um, you know, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I can definitely work with you. And he would, I mean, you know, he was just like, I, and I could be wrong, but it was just like he did not, he wanted all the kind of like negotiation power, and I kept telling him. It was more so it was a, a, a gentleman from a different culture, and, and later on he explained, to me the country that he's from and you know women are more submissive and he wasn't shy to kind of like tell me how he felt and you know he said he was like I don't know why um I wanted to work with you but I I do I see your work you're you're moving these these homes you're doing the fix and flips and I, and I don't want my house sitting on the market but he's just like you know, I, I usually work with men. Like, you know, I usually work with men, but this is the area I see your signs all over in this particular neighborhood. And I, I want to work with you. I mean, Katrina, he gave, he wanted, he didn't want to pay me as far as our contract. He wanted, he was lowballing me. Well, you know, I can get another agent who will take this. And I said, well, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I said, but this is, for, you know, my brokerage firm. This is our standard, you know, fee yes. that, that I'm going to charge. And, and I, you know, I said, you, you know what I can do. The proof is in the pudding. But I respect 
if you want to work with someone else who will take lessons, totally up to you. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I'll think about it. You know, I said, okay, well, you have my number. Um, enjoy the rest of your day. Yes. Call me the next day. All right, you know what? I, 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 I thought about it. I'm going to work with you. You sure you're not going to go lower? I, I'm, nope, I'm not. Okay, <laughs> well, you know, I'll work with you. But then in the challenges, and like I said, I was still genuinely myself. I, I, I still... Uh, you know, exuded professionalism. Um, and not only did we close on that deal, but he was, he wanted to finish out the renovation. And I was able to find a buyer for him in mid-renovation where they were still offering him what he was going to um, put on the market after he spent the money in renovation. So we end up, as soon as I listed it, found a buyer for him. And literally, in the two weeks time, it was an all-cash deal. Wow. We closed on that property. So he, he, it, we saved money because he didn't put any additional money in renovations. We had someone to buy it as, as is. is. Still wow. like a full asking offer. Wow. Yeah. So it's, you know, and, and like I said, you, we are going to face challenges. Mm-hmm. But again, I always say, God, you get the glory from this because I'm still going to be genuinely me. I yes. Know I know I'm. I'm professional. I know, and and I and you know, not saying that you know, I'm on a high horse, but it's just like I I'm good at what I do. Hmm. And if you want to work with me, amazing. And if you don't, guess what? It's okay. You get what I'm saying? I get you. I get you. But he decided to work with me and he kind of apologized after, you know, well, I didn't mean to be so hard on you. He was like, I can't believe you you closed this deal and we still got what we needed and I didn't have to put an extra dime in it. And, wow. you know, so it was a great story. But like I said, never, don't, nothing, don't get offended, but just be you. Be, right. be genuine. Take, take, the, take the high road right. and show your professionalism and, and your work will speak for itself. Absolutely. That, that was well said, which kind of segues into this next question that I have for you. What advice would uh-huh. you give someone who is looking to get into the real estate business? Research is going to be number one, and not research really of like the, um, like the, I'm, I don't want to say the business, but going into real estate, even if you don't decide to go, you know, to be a broker, but if you are just being a real estate agent, it's a lot of money enough and a lot of people see the glitz and they see the glamour you know of real estate agents and you know just everything that's going on but they don't know what the thousands and thousands of dollars we have to pour it's our own business Mm -hmm. so we have to pay for marketing we have to pay for um you know if you have your own brokerage firm to keep the lights on overhead you know it is i mean seriously tens of thousands of dollars annually and you know i have a lot of um agents who just are not productive because they're like oh my god i didn't know what went into it they just see the glitz and the glamour of the end results of you know maybe the flashy cars we drive or the homes or how we look you get what i'm saying but i'm like you know we have to and and, and, it's, and this is another thing my husband says, scare money don't make money. You have to pour into, you have to invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. So you're investing money to make money. Right. You know, and, and if, if you don't research the real estate industry, um, then you won't, you wouldn't know what goes into it. So I would always say, number one, your passion has to be there because that's what drives you know, my right. passion for it, building that legacy, leaving an inheritance, not only for my family, but to teach others, especially people of color, how important investing in real estate is for Absolutely. themselves and what goes into that. So if you are interested in becoming a real estate professional, whether that's an agent or an investor, look what goes into it. Look at, look at the funds that you would have to be you know, yes. pouring out, pouring out. To do. It's, it's a, in order to yeah. build it. Yes. You know, before you can make any money, you're literally spending thousands of dollars getting all your dust in a row, getting your, your, your name out there, right. establishing yourself, photography, uh, marketing. Oh my, marketing alone is thousands of dollars. You know right, saying, right. So. Yeah. I got you it. You know, so, um, yeah, and Go- then hanging your license with a brokerage firm, you have to pay monthly fees for that and, and to keep your license, and, you know, and it's continuing education, you know, so there's, there's a lot that goes into investing in yourself, yeah. and I would say think of a company like an Amazon, you, 
you know, they have to, in order for them to make money, they have to pour into, they got to pour into stuff. Right. There's, there's certain departments, your operating agreement, your expenditures, all of that. So that's yes. how you treat your business like a business. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Treat your business like a business. And yes, and if you and you can see yourself, hey, it's worth it. I want to invest in it. I love people. I want to see people win. The money's going to come. I don't go at it, oh, I have to do, you know, 15 to 20. I don't look at it like that. I'm like, I need to bless 15 to 20 families. I look at it that way. Yes. You know, what How? What 15 to 20 families can I, I help? This month versus fifteen to twenty homes. I could, you know, it's a right. mindset too. It's a mindset, and it's about saying? yes, and it's about service, right? And it's about service. Service. It's You're, about service. You have to have that passion. Yeah. You have to be willing to invest in yourself, and it's about mm-hmm. serving. Like you said, how many families can I bless? How many people yeah. can I teach this um, mantra about? Leaving a legacy, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sorry, uh, building yeah. a legacy and leaving an inheritance. So it's all about mm-hmm. service. I truly believe that when we give, it comes back to us some kind of way. A hundred percent. Let me just leave you with this last, this last one too. Um, I had a, I had a client, n- nice gentleman um, that I've known for a couple of years. And um, he was like, okay, Brooke, I want to buy an investment property. And, and it just, you know, financially, it just didn't work out how he wanted it to. So mm-hmm. it was okay. I'm like, okay, well, at least we tried it. But out of that, me even assisting him and going an extra mile, he referred three families to me. And I'm talking about these were big deals. So this was like one, like almost maybe like, million in sales just from them three families that he referred even though him and I never closed on the house he says bro I have you know I have this person then maybe another month I got this person so I've closed three families with this gentleman that I never closed on the property with but because of that established relationship and because I was you know trying to go to extra mile to help him and even though it didn't work out he still um blessed you blessed me with referring people to me, and we've closed successful deals. Awesome. So that's so you get what I'm saying. I it's hear just you. Like no matter if that deal doesn't work out, those people are always going to remember you. Exactly. And when they when they are financially ready or when they can buy, you are the only one that they're going to want to work with. Wow, that's awesome. That's mm-hmm. so true. That is that is awesome. Mm-hmm. So then in closing, I mean, you've kind of already said it, but <laughs> I then this has just been a great interview. But in closing, what words of inspiration would you like to share with our listeners who perhaps may be struggling with a negative mindset? Uh, maybe they've lost uh-huh. their job and they're feeling hopeless. Uh-huh. Okay. So what I would say is trust, the trust process. You know, that faith-based trust process is number one. Um, like I told you guys from, I think, the first question, my humble beginnings never dictated my future. You know what I'm saying? My low in, where you low in, low income and that environment, I'm like, because I can think back on it now, but like, oh my God, I really came a long way. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Right. My family came a long way. So just looking at that and never letting that be a crutch to me, mm-hmm. like that was the end all be all. I, I still had those dreams and aspirations. And then the trust factor is that, you know what? I'm going to get there. I'm going to trust God's process. Um, I'm going to be faithful and reliant and dependent on him to, to get me there. Mm-hmm. So I don't care where you are in life. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you're 40, 50, 60s, wherever you are, you start where you are. There's like no looking back. Right. Absolutely. There's no, oh, this is who I was in my past. This is what I did in my past. Because that's what Satan wants to do. He always wants to remind you of what you was and not what you can be. Exactly. So if you focus on the future and you keep that, I would say, laser focus and say, God, this is the vision I have for my life. And I promise you, and I would say, I say this to myself, I promise I'm going to do it. I, I, you know, and you, and you, and you just go with it. And there's no looking back. None. I, I don't agree. care what and who you were in your past. If you got a future, if you breathe in today, that means, yep, you in the present and you have a future to look forward to. And your only biggest limitation is you. I couldn't have said it. can't blame that on nobody else. I nobody could, else but you. I could not have said it any better. 
I can't add to it. Mm-hmm. Can't add to it. You just yeah, bullseye one hundred percent. So, uh, Brooke, tell us where we can find more out about you, your company. Where can people find you online? Yes. So, um, Regal Legacy Group, um, and this is online. So, Regal, R-E-G-A-L, Legacy, L-E-G-A-C-Y, Group is G-R-P, G-R-P, not the whole word, G-R-P.com. Um, I'm on all social media platforms. Um, my, I'm a, like I said, I'm a, an associate broker, uh, Brooke Dunbar Real Estate, powered by EXP Realty. BrookeDunbarRealEstate.com is my website. Uh, BrookeDunbarRealEstate at gmail.com. You can find uh, 404-668-4161, 404-668-4161. And you can find me on all social media platforms, LinkedIn uh, for Brooke Dunbar Real Estate, um, Instagram, Brooke Dunbar Real Estate, and um, Facebook, I am Brooke A. Dunbar MBA. I never changed um, that, but Brooke Dunbar, Brooke A. Dunbar MBA on Facebook. So, yeah. Um, if you have any questions, especially pertaining to estate investment, commercial, residential, please uh, follow up with me and I will be, uh, um, you know, more than happy to assist you. That's awesome. And, and remember, everyone, she is a national with the real estate investment. Is that correct? Did I say that right? Yeah, yes. yep. so I can assist you nationally. Like I said, my clientele and for investors, they're from literally all states, you know, California, mm-hmm. Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, Florida, um, I, Midwest. I have a, a client in Chicago and St. Louis. Um, so, yeah, where, wherever you are, if you're interested in um in real estate, investing, or purchasing, and whatever you're looking to do in the state of Georgia, I would definitely be able to assist you. Awesome. Well, Brooke, thank you so much again for being on the show today. You've given us a lot of inspiration, a lot of information that will hopefully transform some lives. So again, I just want to thank you. I'm grateful for you and appreciate you. Likewise. Thank you so much, Um uh, for having this great platform to even have, you know, your guest speakers on here. So continue doing what you're doing, uh, Katrina. It was a pleasure meeting you face to face when you came in Atlanta. Like I said, we connected instantly, and I uh, very appreciative that you allowed me to be on your show today. Oh, appreciate you too. Let's keep the conversation going by emailing me at Katrina at katrinajohnson.online. That's katrina at katrinajohnson.online. So grateful that you joined me on this episode. Remember, information plus inspiration equals transformation. And until next time, stay inspired.